Uh, he said, ah, hey, can I have this? Winnie, give me my light. Hey, I need my book light. Yeah. I bet that little rabbit is the rabbit. Oh, maybe. Answer me, what are you doing here? But the rabbit interrupted him by bursting into tears. You told me to answer yes or no, he sobbed, and you can't answer that question with a yes or no. I, I came here to get watercress, and I was just going home, and I found a little bird with a heart wing. And I thought I ought to stay with it, and I know my mother will worry, but I don't like to leave the bird all alone, and now you come and ask me a lot of questions, and I don't know how the answers to it. Here he broke down entirely and cried so hard that he got the hiccups. Freddy was a kind-hearted animal, but he had been so absorbed in asking questions in a thoroughly detective-like manner that he... Wait, I need my light. And my phone. That he... <laughs> that he hadn't really noticed that he was frightening the rabbit so badly. That's okay, Ada. That's okay. That the poor little creature couldn't give him any information, even if he had, had it to give. In this, Freddy was more like a real detective than he realized. Some detectives will simply ask a question like, what is your name? And in so frightening a voice that the person he asks can't even remember whether he has a name or not. There they are, said Freddy, patting the rabbit on the back. It's okay, Ada, Ada, let go, Ada. Oh, let go, let go. It's okay. She can read with me. There they are, said Freddy, panting the rabbit on the back. I'm sorry I scared you. It's all white. Where is this bird? Up in the hollow behind that tree, hiccuped the little animal. All white, said Freddy. I'll look after him for you. You want a long home now. I've got to find his other wabbit I was telling you about. But first, I'll see that the bird is taken care of. Run along and tell your mother not to worry anymore. The rabbit wasted no time, but trotted off and still crying and hiccuping occasionally through his tears. And Freddy went in search of the bird. He found it presently, a fledgling wood thrush, too young to talk yet. Beside it was a small heap of watercress, which the rabbit had evidently been trying to feed it. Tut, tut, said Freddy, feeding an infant like, like that watercress. He'll be sick, but he's hidden here so his mother couldn't possibly find him. That rabbit has a kind heart, but he certainly isn't very white. He picked up the little thrush carefully in his mouth and carried it, fluttering feebly out into an open space, and went back into the bushes and sat down. In five minutes, there was a rush of wings, and the mother thrush alighted beside the hungry fledgling and began consoling him with little chirps. Freddy slipped away without waiting to be thanked. Now, he said to himself, for Egbert. Though how in the world am I supposed to find him, I don't know. But I've got to, I'll never dare show my face in the farmyard again. I wish I had never tried to be a detective, that's what I wish. So do you think he'll ever find the Egbert the rabbit? Probably. Yeah. He already did. Oh, you think that was Egbert? Yeah. He never actually asked him his name, did he? No. On a chance, he decided to go a little further down the creek, at least as far as the hermit's house. A deserted oh. cabin, which stood on the other side of the stream. Perhaps some of the waterside animals might have seen the missing rabbit. But he had not gone far before something drove all thought of Egbert from his mind. There were sounds coming from the hermit's house. A hermit is somebody who lives by himself. Shouts and rough laughter and occasional pistol shots. What a chance for a detective. Freddy kept forward, crept forward, then finding that the bushes on the opposite bank were too high to permit him to see what was going on, he plunged into the water, swam quietly across, and worked his way up to the house. And this is what he saw. Hanging from the limb of a tall tree in front of the house was a swing made of two ropes and a board for a seat. 
A big man with a cap pulled down over his eyes, and his coat collar turned up, was swinging in long, dizzy swoops. He had a revolver. That's a kind of gun. He had a revolver in his hand, and at the top of it, swing. When he was level with the top of the house, he would shoot the revolver and try to hit the chimney. A smaller man. A smaller man was sitting in a rocking chair on the porch. He wore a black mask over his face and no cap, and he was knitting busily away at a woolen no muffler. Hat. No hat. Yeah, no hat. You said no cap. Cap, yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah, that's another name for a hat. It's a kind of hat. Pretty soon the big man stopped swinging. Come on now, Louie, he shouted. It's your turn now. The small man shook his head. No, Red, I must get this muffler done. I don't really know what a muffler is. Is it a hat, like a snow hat? We'll both want to wrap up warm tomorrow night. We'll be out late. Oh, come on, said Red. Take a couple of shots anyway. Bet you can't beat me. I got two out of seven. <laughs>